Hello, hello. Yes, so? <laughs> I thought you was going to leave me waiting a little longer. Why would I do that? Oh, my goodness. I got nervous for a second. I was like, uh-oh. What, you thought, has... I was, you thought I was doing hair and makeup? Yeah, definitely. No, I did it how are you? I am honored to have you here today, Shabazz the OG. I'm in Jordan. What's happening? Philadelphia, stand up. <laughs> always, always, always. Well, you already know. I'm, well, if you don't know, I'm out here in Brooklyn, New York. So. I'm, I'm, I'm Brooklyn by default. Heard you. We love, we love anything Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm Brooklyn. You know. I'm Brooklyn by default. I'm Brooklyn by default. East New York. Let's go. You know? I'm a teacher in East New York, so my heart is in East New York right now. Yeah, that's what that's 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 my uh you know, that's my secondary home, Brooklyn. I love it. All right, well, let's start it off. I mean, you're saying motivated motivators are the new MCs. That's a fact. I absolutely love that. Yeah. <laughs> Shirts coming soon for purchase. Okay. <laughs> cheap plug, cheap plug. Too soon. <laughs> now or never. <laughs> Word, I hear you. So okay, let's get let's get it started to when you started out. You started out as a rapper. You did a little bit of interning. Did Long you? Well. Long time, but it's all right. We want to hear. I want it all. I want to know where the love began for you. I know being raised in the hood, being raised in Philly, I mean, we see it all, you know? So where, where, at what moment did you say, I got I to gotta, I gotta speak my truth? <laughs> Motivators of the new MCs. What, what, what was that moment for you? Motivators are the new MCs. No, I just came up with that like last week. Because you've been living this. But I've been living it. Now, the whole, the whole motivational... The whole motivational aspect, the whole motivational aspect, uh, I didn't plan that. I didn't plan that. That was, that just, that just happened. You know, I'll forever, I'll forever have to salute Meek, Meek Mill, because, you know, that's my man. But Meek is the first person to ever repost something that I, um, that I said on my Instagram that went viral. And and after he did it, he did it a few more times. He reposted me. He posted my videos a few more times. So I was getting a lot of burn, like back in 2016, 2017. I was getting a lot of burn on Meek's page because he was reposting me a lot. And and then everybody else started doing it. Um, my man here, Mike Gardner from Headliner. Mike Gardner was the first one to have Baller Alert um, repost something that I said. So what, what wound up happening is, like, culturally, culturally, I was becoming popular throughout the, the hip-hop street circuit. And then I started getting messages and DMs from, um, like, teenage guys, teenage boys, who was telling me that, you know, they look up to me, they... You know, they don't have anybody to guide them, so they come to my page for guidance. Then I started getting messages from women with relationship problems and then men. So it just like it 
it slowly but surely grew into a place of responsibility versus just being on Instagram, doing funny shit or just talking. And, you know, it, it, it became a place of responsibility. So the more I did it, the more I realized I was on to something. And then this is, yeah, just like around 20, 2016, 2017, 2017, I was, uh, I was sitting in the crib one day and I'm like, I said, yo, I think this is it. I think I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing because of the response that I was getting. So I called my man Q, Q Parker from, from 112. I called Q and I'm like, yo. And I'm like, I'm whispering. I'm in the house by myself. I'm <laughs> so you, you think you want it? She'd be like, like, what's up? I think I found my purpose. Like, what? I think I found my purpose. He was like, what you mean? I said, what I'm doing on Instagram. I'm getting so much response behind the scene, like in the deep, talking to people and really on the phone with people, you know, like really getting on the phone and talking people through situations, real life situations. It, just, it became more and more repetitive. And then what really did it is when I started getting like grown as black men that was telling me, yo, I like the fact that you're approaching. You make me feel comfortable talking to you. And you know, in our culture, that's not, that's not a popular thing. Men salute another man. You know, we go, you know, we be on that, man. I ain't hollering at that nigga, man. That's one of, that was one of my points I wanted to talk on, too. Yeah, he's like, man, he, nigga, he might stun on me. But it was never that. Like, I really have talked to men who was on the brink of some very violent acts and I've gotten messages like yo I feel like I'm about to do x y and z to my wife I feel like this is about to happen and I don't want to talk to nobody but you and I might not see that till the next day and I'm like oh shit let me hurry up here. yo whoa, 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 hold on right you're about to what's happening and you know we we have a dialogue and I can honestly say I know for a fact I've talked three men out of doing something to their significant other for a fact because they was and i'm talking about these men was on the phone crying like they was wow. they was ready to go there you know so once it became like okay i talk heavy but i tell the truth i keep it 100 but then now it's like you got to be responsible with your dialogue so then i just started making sure I was more careful because in the beginning, like people that have been following me from the beginning, like I used to curse a lot. I used to talk like I was on the corner. But then I started realizing a lot of women support me. And a lot of people with, with, with younger, uh, that have young adults and, and teachers and educators. And I'm an educated guy. I never went, I never been to college, but I graduated high school. You know, I like to consider myself intelligent. And I, and I have somewhat of a decent vocabulary. So what I didn't want to do is I didn't want to be known as the guy who keeps it real. You know, he be telling the truth, but he's too abrasive. He's too vulgar. He cursed too much. And I didn't want to turn, especially women. I ain't want to, and I love women. I ain't want to turn women off. I didn't want people to be like, damn, he be talking that shit, but he, he, he's too, he, he's too harsh. Rich. 
You know what I mean? And I didn't and I didn't want I didn't want to adapt that reputation. So I continued to keep it a hundred, but I just toned down my my vulgarity and my language. And ever since then, it's you know, now I'm sitting here with you. <laughs> well, I must say, for you to make for you to make you made so many there's so many little gems in what you already said. When you come out and say it's because I'm learning this myself now. It's not about how you say it. It's not about how you're reacting. Well, no, it is about how you're saying it. You know, right. you got to be careful with how you're reacting to it. Because whatever you're trying to say or the points that you're trying to make can get lost. And just, or somebody's going to take it as, oh, well, you know what? You came, you came at me and now it's going to be about you coming at me. It's no longer about what you did. It's no longer, you know what I'm saying? It's no longer about what I did. It's about how you're coming at me right now. That's why it's important. That's why it's important for me that if people, people that know me know I do this. I put up a video. I'm going to give explicit, precise verbiage on what I'm posting. And then I'm going to I'm going to follow it up in the caption. So if you really misunderstand me, it's because you're not paying attention because I'm very intentional and deliberate with how I speak for the reason that you just spoke about, because people will turn your dialogue into their own understanding. That's right. You know, I just had this. I just had a very weird situation take place a few days ago with somebody who I didn't even know somebody had reposted one of my videos and they completely mistook it. They didn't, they, they, they didn't pay attention to where I was going. They only saw something and they ran with it. We ended up in a dialogue um, in the DM and then that dialogue turned to a phone call. And I had to explain to this person because the person is telling me What's your badge? You know, you know, people don't be listening or, you know, people don't be reading the caption. I said, but that's my point. People should start reading. People should start listening. Don't look at a visual. Don't just look at what's in front of you without listening to it. You understand what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't take something and run with it without listening to what's being said. Or, or if there's a caption, read it. Because you won't be able to use um, effective discernment if you don't do it all. Because what will happen is you'll miss something and then you're giving your opinion on something that you're not completely in tune with. So I try to make sure I'm clear with, with everything that I say. So, you know, if there is a misunderstanding, then you can either go back, you know, and do your own FAQ or you know, I'll be able to give it to you and um and help you understand because I try to be as clear as possible because I don't like being wrong. I'm an Aries. <laughs> oh, no no offense to y'all Aries out there, but oof, okay. Um. <laughs> y'all know it. Oh. <laughs> so, you know what it is? We know we know and we confident when we know. Now, you guys are really smart people. I must get any areas that I know are truly, truly smart people. You just, you're a little harsh with it, though. You know, you got, you got to, you guys are great masterminds at teaching it. But come on, can we teach you something, too? No, I, I had to grow. I had to, I'm, I'm 50 years old now. So 
on my during my maturation, I had to understand how to allow to articulate and communicate to me without me coming off like I know everything. You know, I'm 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 confident in what I know, but sometimes I had to teach myself. Honestly, I had to teach myself. It's okay to take other people's perspective because your way is not the only way of looking at something. Even though you might be right, there still could be other additional rights. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Myself that. So now, were you saying this? Because there's a few, two more points with what you said a little earlier. Respond that responsibility and feeling that you had a responsibility with right. coming on here and speaking your truth and your delivery. And also that point that you made that I absolutely love how we're afraid to show each other that love, how we're afraid, how you said right now, even as an Aries, just being, you know, a man in general, how we're afraid for each, just to show that love for each other or to take, to take criticism from each other. If my brother's telling me, yo, don't do that for this reason. Why are we not listening to each other? Where, where, what's up with that translation? Please talk to me about that. It depends. It, it varies. It depends on who you're dealing with because everybody in those spaces for their own reasons. As a man, I just think, you know, nobody wants to be wrong. I mean, let's face it, nobody wants to be wrong. Everybody would like to be right, you know what I mean? Just like, you know, every, everybody wants to be right. But what I believe, it just really, it really comes with how your, your level of maturity, right? So it goes along with wanting to be right again. So once you reach a level of maturity, you'll know that a part of being right is knowing when you're wrong. That's right. Because <laughs> so being right also goes with doing what's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's almost like, and then being confident. Like, my confidence in myself, my confidence in who I am, plays, you know, a big role. In, except, you know, when you're wrong. You know, it's cool. You're wrong, you're wrong. Like, so you ain't gonna lose no looks, you ain't gonna lose no swag, you know. People don't understand you 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 diminish yourself when you can't admit that you're wrong. That's right. You know, that's when you start turning into somewhat of an unattractive person. Mm -hmm. When you when you can't carry that accountability. When you be accountable for yourself and still walk, you know, with your chest out and your chin up, be accountable and you know when you're wrong, you know what I'm saying? Um, then you will be, that's when you're thrown a sword. So I'm, I'm just glad to be there in that space. So now going back to that responsibility, right? So now we're in the hood. You, you have a specific message. And for me, it's, it's also who you surround yourself around, right? Who are we around? Now, growing up in the hood, Knowing that, not that way, there's so much wrong going on around us, but it's not always easy to keep these positive lights around us, to keep a person that's going to plug you into that right thing, to keep, how do you, how do you stay in that head, being a young adult in the hood? Oh, 
I just was asking me personally. I'm like, dude, I better be. Guys, <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult because they tend to put themselves around themselves. You understand what I'm saying? They tend to put themselves around people who think like them. That's right. Which is why what, what, what's being done on social media is extremely important because we're living in a different time. The time that we're living in now, we're living in the age of technology and, and social media. Like, social media is the biggest influence of young minds right now. It's, the, it's, it's one of the best ways to generate income. Um, it's one of the bigger influences. You understand what I'm saying? So nowadays, probably one of the most effective ways to reach that younger generation, to redirect them, is what they're seeing on social media. And then they have to have at least one, two, or a few in real life that they that they relate to and that understands them and understands how to talk to them and not talk at them. One of the biggest communication gaps right now between the older and the younger is the older people have forgotten that they were young once too. They've forgotten that a lot of the things we see these youth doing now, we did the same thing. But instead of talking to them from a space of, hey, I understand what you're going through. I understand what you're doing. I get it. You know, it's a way to hold that dialogue versus talking down to them and making them think they're doing something foreign. Because ain't none of this shit new. Doing drugs ain't new. Guys dressing like girls not new. You know, dudes wearing women clothes not new. Like, none of this stuff is new. I'm talking about Rick James, the Barge, Isley's, Prince. Like, we've seen all of this back then. Right. So, it's just a repeat. It's just a repeat. So, when we see them conducting themselves in manners, you know, unbecoming, then we have to go and redirect them, but redirect them from a place of understanding and not with so much authority and so much... Um, meaning dialogue some people really don't know how to talk to people and this generation because of technology and because of how times have changed a lot of them are a little sharper than us when it you know when it comes to communicating a lot of them are a little bit sharper than the older generation so if you got a young person that already think they know more than you you know outside of the regular thinking they know everything i'm talking about like legit may know more than you and you don't know how to talk to them, then you're not going to reach them. So it's, it's, it's really about social media being a place of responsibility, not really being on here misguiding them, especially if you got a voice. If you have a voice and you have these kids' attention, you have to be responsible with what you're giving them. And that's that responsibility. A yeah, because, you know, they, they watching, they listening. And more, more of them than people know or believe really want somebody to lead them and guide them. A lot of them want that more than people believe. 
Oh my God, yes. Because people don't, but see, I know it because I get them. They talk to me all the time. So I, I know as teachers, you, the, the way kids take to routine, the way kids, it's the smallest things. Like, I went to bed last night at this time. I take a bath at this time. I eat dinner at this time. You see that with the younger kids. With the older kids, you, but the routine, the discipline, they yearn for it. It's so insane that we think they don't want to be told. No, they do. Like, any, you got to, people have to remember, especially parents, like, you had this person. This person came out of you. You the mother, this person came out of you. You the father, you created this person. Like, they were born to look up to you. It was, they were born for you to lead them. Like, that's the natural cycle of life and growth. That's, that's what they were born to do. They were born to be led until they can't. They were born to be led until they can lead. You understand what I'm saying? So when you're not leading them, you're taking them out of their natural cycle. So, of course, that's what they want. They, 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 were, born for, they were born to receive that. So when they don't get it, and they tend to stray, naturally, they're looking for it. They might not even know that they're looking for it, but it happens in their actions. And then when they get it, then they realize, okay, this is what I was, this this what I needed? Okay, cool. But you got to give it to them, though. You got to give it to them. And I needed to go this direction with the interview because I need people to see, we need to show that we need more leaders out there. The youth needs to see that we're here to teach and we need to be the ones to be the teachers. Now, getting into the rap game and what's going on right now and everything, it all ties into this. I spoke to DJ EFN this summer, right? You were there just there at Drink Champs last month, right? Mm -hmm. And he said we have, we have a huge, again, responsibility to teach we're so worried about where the rap game is going right we're so worried about whether how the culture is being it's, it's not what it used to be it's not what and of course it's not gonna be because it morphs it changes as you know generations go by but at the same time going back to that responsibility and that idea of being the teachers what's happening where are the ogs teaching that passing that on you know, did we, did we, you know, we're talking about that. And I, just, and, and I see it more and more and more. And I'm like, what happened? We, we just expected for them to pick up where we left off and not teach that and not give that. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Where are the OGs? <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying, where are they? Yeah. They're around. No, they're there. But that teach aspect, that when we say, we're telling kids, or we're saying the music don't sound, or what happened to the culture, we're ruining the culture. Talk to me about that. Check this out. Watch this. In order to be a teacher on any level, and have a and have a um, and have a, an audience, classroom that's going to listen to you. You have to really care. You really got to care. That's 
Like this, this can't be for any reason other than you care. That's it. This can't be for the money. This can't be for the likes. This can't be for the views. This can't be for people to pat you on the back because those things are going to fluctuate. Those things are not going to happen all the time, the same way, every day. People are going to get tired of patting you on the back. Then what? You're going to stop doing it? Today you might have 100 likes. Tomorrow you might have 15. You're going to stop doing it? Today you went viral. Bunch of views. Tomorrow not so much. You're going to stop doing it? You're not getting paid for it. You're going to stop doing it? You can't do this with ulterior motive. And too many people have ulterior motive. Instagram can crash today. I'm still going to be the person that I am because what I'm doing, I do this because I really do it in, in life. Like I'm really this guy, you know, if you, if, if this is not, if this is on you and not in you, you're not going to be able to do this every day. It's going to fade and people are going to see through you. Anybody that's been following me, I've been, since Instagram live started, since Instagram introduced Instagram Live, I've been on Instagram Live every single day. With the exception when Instagram took my page for about six weeks. And then I was on another, my, I created another page. I've been on Instagram Live every single night. No matter what city I'm in, no matter what time zone I'm in, even when I've been out of the country. People know if he, if you come to my Insta, if you on my page every day, I don't care if I come in long enough to say I can't stay long. But I established, I established a consistent, reliable track record because I want people to always realize if I need to get at him, he's going to be there. Even if you don't catch me today with your DM, I'm going to see it by tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? So these OGs, as we call them, they really got to want to do it. There's a lot of guys with the same information that I have. It's too many. There's a lot of them with this information. However, here's the problem. Some of them are broke. And, and, and this is not about money. What I mean by broke is they don't have the income that they're looking for so they use this to try to create that income. Now, you can make a living being a motivational speaker. That's right. You can make a living. However, it goes back to what I said initially. First thing you got to do is give a damn. That's the first part. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't turn it into a profit. You can't turn it into a business. You can't. This is one of those things where. Even though you can make money doing it, being genuine got to come first. It has to transition into money. It has to transition into money. It can't be for the money. It can't be about money. Because Instagram doesn't pay my bills. You know, they don't. 
It doesn't. You know, I can make money here and there, you know, utilizing the internet, but Instagram, what I do on Instagram does not support me. You understand what I'm saying? So I have to still live a life, still be responsible. You dig me? But I love doing what I do. I I, I, I love talking since I was a kid, so I ain't never had a problem talking. But now, but now, talking with a purpose, with definitiveness, and 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 for a reason that's that's garnishing that's garnishing productive results is everything. So it's just a matter of like it's not that the OG's not out here. They here. It's just a matter if they care enough to want to get involved. Because we see a lot of them with platforms. But they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not doing what Billy doing. They're not doing what Wallow doing, Tony Lewis. You know, a lot of these other guys, they're not doing they're not doing what they're not doing what we're doing. You know, they're actually pushing the youngins further into the space that they're in because they're just doing things for attention, these guys. And it's dangerous because some of these kids really look up to what makes them feel good. And what That's I mean right. is this. If you already got a misguided youth, a misguided young adult, and they already infatuated with dumb shit, they already feel good doing goofy shit, they already feel good doing reckless shit, then they find a dude on the internet that's older than them that they like. And this dude or these people are into the same thing that the younger person is into, and it's making them feel good about themselves. And they're going to gravitate to that. That's not productive. It's misleading and misguiding. Again, we're going to talk. The whole conversation going to be about responsibility. <laughs> That's what I like. It keeps going back to that. Because you can't escape it. That's right. You can't, you can't escape it. You can't escape it, Jacina. Give me one minute. We got to okay. take uh, a, 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 a laboratory break. <laughs> I hope y'all locked with us. Shabazz the OG with nothing but I'm telling you, I told you guys he's gonna come with the truth. How many of you guys agreeing? Agreeing, agreeing, agreeing. Give <laughs> give us a sec. <laughs> The conversation was getting too good, guys. He needed a break. <laughs> you agree, right? I totally agree with what he's saying. Because we want to know. We're so worried about where rap is going. We're the ones that have been guiding rap for all these years, right? To make sure that they're on the right track. To make sure that we get the music that we want. Oh, and he's back. Yeah, I'm back. You know, <laughs> all I do is drink water all day. So, there you have it, y'all. <laughs> you don't understand, man. That water, that water be like, listen, I want to get out. <laughs> and right now. Yeah, the water, don't, the water not going to wait. It's coming out willingly, unwillingly. So back to what we were saying. Now, 
I wanted to get into that, to get into it. You made so many great points the other day on one of your lives. I mean, all your lives. But you were, you were specifically talking about how they're using the rap game now, how we're using social media and the rap game, and how you can't be doing the illegal and then trying to make money in the rap game, and it's just not, tra it's not translating well. But again, it goes back to what they're seeing on social media. And it's getting really scary out there for these kids. Like, really, really it's really scary because do I want to what worries me is a lot of them are starting to appear to believe that it's okay to die. That's what's that's what's scaring me. I listen to it. Quando Rondo. Mm -hmm. That has some, you know, part of the whole Kim Gone situation. And I saw I saw something, a post, you know, that was allegedly something that he quoted. It was along the lines of, you know, I'm ready to leave my baby behind. I'm ready to, I'm, 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 I'm ready to die. And then I saw something else that was supposed to be, I think, NBA young boy. That said, who said a man while well, fighting makes you a man? You know, fighting don't make you a man. You know, killing somebody. And I'm, that's the only thing about this generation that's different from our generation. Our generation, even in the street, we had rules of engagement. That's right. We had rules of engagement. Um, People's mothers weren't disrespected. Grandmothers weren't disrespected. Older women, old people on the block. It was just certain things that just were not done. That's right. It's just certain things just didn't do. Like once upon a time, like if you was a, if you if you was known to be a good dude that go to school, like you couldn't hustle. You couldn't hustle. Like you couldn't come on the block. Talking about you selling drugs, somebody might really in your ass, literally. Somebody might really put their foot in your ass and tell you to get off this block. <laughs> literally. I'm talking about literally kick yeah. your ass and tell you to get off this block mm -hmm. and take you home. You understand? It's now this obsession with money and jewelry and clothes and cars it's phenomenal it's phenomenal everything is about get that bag everything everything people can see somebody doing the dumbest shit for some money 
And they'll know it's the dumbest. And they'll say, I'm saying, though, they're getting that bag. Yep. They're getting that bag. And again, back to the R word. Unless we get more people that genuinely want to be responsible, it's going to be some kids saved and it's going to be some kids not. And I understand that that's how the ecosystem works. But everyone should be able to say, I did my best in terms of life. If you can't, if, if someone asks you about your platform and you say, my platform ain't, the, my, I'm not here to, I'm not here to be nobody's role model. I'm not here to be nobody's If that's what your platform is, or that's, and you say that about your platform, then you're part of the problem. Now, let me make something clear when I say this role model shit. It's a difference in placing a role model tag on somebody. Right? Just because LeBron James is a basketball player, just because Jay-Z is a rapper, you can't make them you can't make them your role model. They have they have what they're doing is a profession. And I'm gonna show you the difference between entertainers and bloggers. Because bloggers are actually more powerful, in my opinion. Us with these platforms, we're more powerful than rappers and ball players. Especially if you're from the street. Because dudes in the street are the ones that set the tone for the rappers. So if dudes that know the street, that's been in the street, right? And now y'all got, and we have these platforms, that's why I say motivators are the new MCs. Because they follow hip hop. Thanks. But hip hop follow the street. Mm hmm. You understand what I'm saying? These kids follow rappers, ball players, athletes. But all of those dudes mimic the street. So real. So the streets is really the one that runs shit. So if you really got motivators that done been in the street and they really talking about something that's worth a damn, then the motivators are the new MCs. And that's why I came up with that because we are the ones that got the most influence. But we already fucked up once. We already fucked up because we showed them how to live vicariously through us with the shit that we laid down. Cars, jewelry, sticks, clothes. You know, we made all of that shit okay. So if you old enough and did enough living that now you see that these kids need our help, then you got a responsibility to show them like, yo, we was wrong. Real. Showed y'all this shit, but now we got to unshow it. We can't let them stay stuck. We can't. And and if any any dude, any dude that has a platform like mine, 
and the other gentlemen, the other brothers that I named, any of them, and if you played in the street and you're not doing this, what we doing, you part of the problem because you owe. You can't change the ones that didn't that didn't get saved, but it's too many more coming. Too many. It's too many more coming that can be stopped. It's too many. That's why I put that post up on my page earlier because I get these kind of messages. The, 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 the message that I put up with the guy telling me that his, I don't know if it was his little brother, somebody in his family was in the street and they couldn't get through to him. And he said he had a close call. He didn't tell me what the close call was. But he was on, but the kid was on my live the other night when I had a 20 year old on my live. And he said, Shabazz, I think something clicked inside of him when he saw your live. See, we got to be okay with if you get one. Don't be oh my God. How you can save everybody at one time. I'm like, nah, be, be, be happy, be satisfied with however many lives you enhance, redirect, or change. You got to be happy with that. Again, it can't be for status. It can't be for clout. It can't be for none of that. It can't be for none of that. It really got to be done in confidence and, 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 and being able to be okay with one, two, or a few. You got to be satisfied with that. But these dudes, really, they, they got to care, man. Like, you can't, it's, it's just a lot of shit that we see that we shouldn't be seeing from guys who know better and that could really be doing better and, and showing these guys something different. Everybody got a, everybody got a responsibility. That's right. And, and, and either you're going to assume your responsibility. Or not. Man. We, I love it. I love, love, love it. And I thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, hold up. The Pull Up Podcast. You're doing this and all the good stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> the Pull Up Podcast. Um, you know, it's been a long time coming for it. And from a production standpoint, um, and it's available. The podcast is available on the, uh, the TMT Digital Network, which is tmtn.com. Um, it was just time to transition to something additional besides Instagram. So that's where the pull-up came in to play. You know, but from a production perspective, a marketing and branding perspective, it's going to uh, it's going to grow. Like I I I I, re I released it. It's released, but there's still much more to come as it relates to the pull-up. You know, and and I and I almost, you know, I know um, somebody brought it to my attention that that Joe Button had a um one of his podcasts or a portion of one of his podcasts that was called that was called um, the pull up as well, and I was going to tell you, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna leave it there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you would with that smile. Yeah, we should leave it there. Happens. <laughs> what happens? See what happened. All right. 
Now we're coming close to the end because I mean I can't. I want. I wish I could keep you here all night, talking and talking I mean, and talking. I'm what you said? I'm not in no rush. I'm good. Oh, good. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to ask you. As a teacher, uh -huh. you looking in on education. Where do you feel? What's what's one? I mean, there's many things that the education system lacks right now. But if you could put your finger on one thing. Speaking to a teacher, me, who has ends, I want to hear that. I want to pick your brain on that. What's lacking in education? Yep. Um, overall or within the urban demographic? I mean, I care specifically for the urban demographic. We're in the streets. We're in the hoods. We're, you know, so the overall is not the overall. Like, we have schools that get way more money than the school down the block because just because of the zip codes. So we can't even say in general because there's some schools that you might say something that they might be they might be dealing with that situation. But you know, in our schools and in our demographic, what's happening? I'm going to be completely honest. I think one of, outside of, you know, somebody said um, something re relative to oh, ethics and morality. Um, but I'm going to go a little further. I believe if real history was taught, if our children, black and brown, black especially, indigenous, if we were really taught about our greatness, if black children were really taught in school about how much black people have contributed to this country, how much we have invented, how much we are responsible for. I believe it would instill a different type of drive. I believe it would instill a different type of confidence. I believe it would instill a different level of belief in themselves. I believe our children are taught just enough to feel like you can make it. Just enough that you can make it. Not necessarily succeed. Yeah, you tell, oh, you can be anything you want to be. No, you can't. <laughs> you, you know, let's be realistic. Mm -hmm. Everybody can't be anything that they want to be. But to me, that's just that's that's a, um, that's like putting a Band-Aid over a bullet wound. That's so open-ended. That's so broad. That's so, that got so much depth and, and range. You can be anything you want to be. How about telling them, you see this classroom? Damn near everything in this room was invented by a black person. Tell them that. Yep. That'll make them feel like I can do it. Don't wait for a black president or a black police chief or a black congressman or one black person who did. See, if you want, you could you could be that because now, now they got to feel like I don't want to be that. So now, now what? What if they don't want to be that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What if they don't want to be in politics? What if they don't want to be a basketball player? What if they don't want to be, you know, uh, 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 a police commission? We invented everything damn near in existence. You understand me? Therefore, I believe if schools could do anything, if I said do one thing in school, I would say teach real history to our children. And like you said, I like that you were specific about that because – the history, we are changing it. They are, you know, really, 
And we have to stick to the books because remember, there's a region's test that they take in, take in the end. So all these tests are built for them to know a specific thing. So it's like we can dip and dab as much as we can, but we got to keep the focus because at the end of the day, those grades matter not only on the kids, but on the teachers as well. Right. Besides that, though, you made such a great point when you say the greatness because it's beyond slavery. Okay, we went through the slavery and we made it past that. And when we made it past that, where do we get to? Where are we now? What have we recreated? Why is it possible for a woman, to, a black woman, to be vice president? That's, just, that doesn't, that's not something that just, they just broke down that door now. No, right. there's a bunch of events that led to that. You know, this is the victory to a long story. Absolutely. So I, I, I like the way you put that. Yeah, I mean, there's other layers, but I, if I had to narrow it down to just one thing for the sake of dialogue, that's what it would be for me. And a close second, like neck and neck, I wouldn't allow our children to be exploited for their athletic ability. Um, because a lot of our kids are are outstanding athletes, but they're subpar students. And some parents and families allow them to be that way simply because they're looking at the child as a meal ticket. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is when they, when, they, when they get drafted and go pro, now you have a young black kid who has had his family around him his entire life. His uncle helped him. His grandpa helped him. The neighborhood helped him. And then when it's time to go pro, and have someone oversee his career, you know, the NBA or these scouts or whomever get in their ear, and then now the family gets ostracized, and then they take over the kid's life, they take over his money. Now, and everything that he does now is a benefit to this agent and this person and their circuit. They take the kid, and when it's time to get a, go by his big house, where do they take him to? Their friend, the real estate broker. Mm -hmm. Need a dentist? Where did they take him to? Their friend, the dentist. Every person that that little guy or young lady who's an athlete or whoever is going to spend their money with, whoever their agent is, their agent is going to make sure that their circuit is the one that's eating off this kid. When in all actuality, they got an agent in the family. They got, they got the dentist that raised them their whole life. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, their teeth better than anybody. You know, they have what they need right there with them. That's why I applaud, you know, LeBron. You know, LeBron is a personal friend and his and his team, Rich, Randy, and Maverick. Those are my guys. And for LeBron to let Rich Paul become his agent. Like Rich Paul was his friend. He met Rich. And Rich was selling throwback jerseys in Cleveland. You understand what I'm saying? And LeBron gave these guys a chance to change the lives of their family because the same thing that some of these white dudes would be doing, they couldn't do it. And he gave right. them to do that. They gave them that chance to do that. So we have, and that's why I would like to see more young black dudes entertain the ones that are playing at a high level and got people drafting them and shit like that. Go to an HBCU. And if the HBCU don't got enough money, tell them, 
I'll go to this school, but I'm, I'm not going to no school. I'm going to this school, and this school needs funding. This school needs a new gym. This school needs new this. But I'm not going to no school. I'm going to this school. And that'll change the game. I love it. Love the way you put that. And even and that's a different aspect I wouldn't even think of. You know, you, you're thinking of sports. You're thinking of, and that's actually what's happening in the high schools and all that right now. You know, so that's amazing you put it that way. Yo, but what's up with the money team? You guys have to put together the MC mo the MCs are the new motivators, and you got to spread them out all over the tri-state so that we can get all the motivators in the schools. So without going too far into that, I actually was just, um, you know, uh, my man P. Rilla, Shout out to Pirilla and the whole Money Team family. Pirilla and I was just having um, a conversation last week about, you know, going into 2021, God willing. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to have a conversation about um, some things that, you know, I'm visualizing on this side and some things that's being visualized on, on that side of the TMT family. And and I'm going, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do something creatively, you know, with the motivators being the new MC. Um, and the dopest thing about it, the dopest thing about it is it doesn't matter what I do or decide, excuse me, or decide to do, you know, with this brand, with this <coughs> brand, it doesn't matter what I decide to do. Floyd is behind me, you know, supportive of it. You know, he told me that, you know, from the outset, you know, when I first met him three years ago and and from the moment he, he had the logo sent to me, he told me, like, look, whatever you um, decide to do as it relates to this brand and this logo, I'm behind you. I support you. I trust you. So therefore, I've always made my business um, to attach the brand to something that was notable, and trustworthy, and you know, probably somewhere down the line, but more so, more so to have a different type of awareness to the brand outside of Floyd and the sports ring. So, at the top of the day, I'll be having more. I'll be having uh, more dialogue about my brand, Baz the OG. More cross branding with the money team. That's how did I, how did I know that? <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's coming. All right. Well, now we're gonna. We're definitely gonna close off with this. Okay. Now, with this whole, I'm a girl that grew up watching boxing. The art is something that's like, it's a beautiful thing. What's happening with these Jake Pauls, this one Paul, this? So when I see this whole boxing thing, right, that this guy now all of a sudden he's a YouTuber, that now he's 
fighting some people here and there. And I'm like, what are they downplaying? You know, the whole art of boxing. And then, this was last week I was saying this. And then this week I see that Mayweather is going to teach him a lesson, if I might say. <laughs> that it's not something we play with. This is an art. And he has to sit down. Or, or am I getting too ahead of myself with this? <laughs> well, well, you know, it's, it's not the same person. It's a, it's a, it's a different person that, that, um, that Floyd is getting ready to fight. But, and, it, and I think they're calling it a, a, a super expedition or a big expedition. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Floyd fights, you know, like the McGregor, this fight, the, uh, when he went to Japan last year, the year before, um, or China, whichever one it was, Japan, I think. Floyd's a businessman. So this is, this is, this is, this is, this is this is a this is a business for him. This is a business. That's right. The fight that you made reference to from last week. That the undercard the, the undercard all the way up to Tyson and um Roy Jones. Me personally, I just think it was just the times that we're living in now. Exactly. People need entertainment. Totally. People want to be entertained. I don't care if they do know it's fake or it's bullshit or <laughs> it ain't a real fight or whatever it is. For real. People want to be entertained. So I mean, it was great to see the, both the kings in the <laughs> in the ring together at the end of the day, regardless of you know what I'm saying. That was great. Yeah, you know, so you know, so you 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 got. Roy and, 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 and Mike, you know, was able to make a couple of dollars for the family, you know, make, make wifeys and the families happy, go, <laughs> go grab a big check, you know what I mean? And the network made money, you know, and, and the people were entertained. Everybody won. You know, I don't even really think it's about dumbing down the sport, per se. I just believe the climate that we're in right now People want to see something. People want to see something, and I guess they just decided, you know, we'll provide them with something. But I thought I figured that Mayweather was gonna put him back in his place, though. You know, I figured that he was gonna come in with, uh, I'm not gonna do all this talk. I'm gonna show you what boxing is, so you could just be quiet for a little bit. <laughs> you know, Floyd, Floyd. What's the what's the guy's name that? What's I don't. I didn't even watch the whole. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have it. It's it's um. Well, no, the guy that fought last week. What's his name? Isn't it? It wasn't it the same guy, Logan Logan Paul, or was it Jake? What is it? They're brothers, or I'm. All I heard was a YouTuber, a fighter. I'm watching it. My son's all into it, and I'm like, what's happening here? Lord is fighting. Lord is fighting Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul. So I think the last dude's name was Jake. Jake. So that's the brother. Oh, I don't. They all Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Joke. Oh, they. Oh, somebody said they're brothers. Yeah, they are brothers. Okay. Okay. Just making sure because I'm fuzzy oh. with this too. Okay. So, 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 so Jake fought Nate. Mm-hmm. 
He beat Nate. Okay, well, Floyd the Red Whooper is brother. <laughs> the family, the family, not about to get two medals in the same in the same year. Hello. Or, 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 I mean, not over Floyd. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so I was excited. I was like, "Oh, what do you know? A real boxer to come sit him down." That's, that's not, <laughs> not gonna happen. That's yeah. He Floyd. He yeah. The family, the family, not gonna have two victory laps. That's not happening. Not on Floyd's time. Yeah, no, that's not, not on that money team time. No, not at all. Yo, Shabazz, this was amazing. I thank, I want to thank you for being responsible. I want to thank you for just giving. I mean, <laughs> if we said anything, right? It was that. Yo. You were doing it, but you were doing it like no other. There's so many. Right now, we need voices. We need leaders. You know, I remember reading, you know, when everything was happening with the Black Lives Matter, still happening. Let's not, you know, I'm not trying to wash that out. Still happening. We're still living through all of this. We're saying, you know, where are our leaders? Where, and you are definitely one of those leaders. And I thank you for that. Yeah, I no, truly, truly thank you. You know, I appreciate you know, like, dope you know, especially with, um, you know, especially when you're doing more than anything, because you know, it's what you gotta do. Like I, I like talking to people. I like making so good, um, and I really do. Like I like, like it feel good to me. Feel good. Um, so recognize for something that I would. Without social, you know, recognize, you know, um, amongst my other people, and people still find a way to say, yeah, a lot of people doing it, a lot of people doing it, a lot of people doing it, but as you do it, and sometimes I don't really know what I'll be doing different. I just be being myself, but you know, I do know that I'm. A um I know I'm very um I'm very creative, I'm very quick with it. Um I do the unexpected. Sometimes people never know where I'm going when I'm starting the dialogue. People never know um you know how the dialogue going and they don't know <laughs> to the dialogue. Sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know what the hell gonna come out my mouth. But Whatever it is, I'm going to make sure that it's that it's accurate, that it's respectful. Might be a little entertaining, but it's going to always be real. Always. always. You can't fake genuine. Another point. Another gem from the interview. You can't fake genuine. You can't fake that. You see, you see the annual. It ain't. You know this. You can't wash this on and off. That's right. Yeah, you can't you wash. Is either on you or in you? Yeah. And it's Shabazz is that's right. <laughs> I got told somebody the other day, y'all see me, but y'all really talking to my mother. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all watching me, but y'all really talking to my mother because that's where this comes from. You know, these are all the values and the morals and um, like 
my mom, boy, she 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 did the damn thing, you know. She really, she really, she really taught her kids. She taught her kids, man. My mother taught her children, you know. Through it all, she taught us, you know. And and I had to grow into my personality because if it was up to her, who I am now never would have happened. Because she tried her best. Keep a low profile. Don't want to get all the time. <laughs> Quiet. Stop being so loud. No, baby, it's me. You, did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She, she, uh, my brother, so funny, because I'm the oldest out of my mother's six children. And my brother Kevin is six years under me. And wow. everything that my mother wanted me to be, I'm talking about the guy that she wanted me to be, quiet, back, reserved, penny loafers, argyle socks, polo shirt. That's who she wanted me to be. That's who my brother Kevin is. So she got what she needed. She got she got what she she got the son. She got the son that she was looking for. Because when she had my baby brother. It was right back to me again. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> but I must say, you knew right from wrong. You know when to turn down. You knew when to turn off the curse words. You knew, and that comes from her saying, shh, quiet down. Don't oh, be so loud. It's the a profile. Back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> being cool and laid back so down packed now. That you can ask a lot of people, never like, oh, no, Shabazz, he, he, Shabazz laid back, he cool. <laughs> now I know when to turn on. I know when to turn on being cool. I know when to turn on being laid back. I know when to turn on, sit back and observe. I know when to turn that on now. Now I know, you know, as you grow and mature, you learn yourself. So you know how to use your strong points of your personality. You know when to turn things off, turn things on. You know when to be like, I can walk in any room on planet Earth and change the temperature of any room I walk in. Any room I walk in, whatever I want that room to feel, that's what that room going to feel. That's I love what that. Feel. Because I've learned how to, I've mastered me. I've mastered myself, so I know me, and I know how I know how to conduct myself accordingly in any atmosphere I find myself in. I, I learned the power of adaptation. And, you know, and again, my mom. And with that power, you're still giving that power. That's what makes you even, that's what makes the real power, the fact that you give to get. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You got to give. You got to give genuinely. You got to give to get, but you can't give so you can get. Boom. That part. <laughs> I gave. I gave. I didn't get nothing. Expecting again. Yep. Waiting for that. Yep. <laughs> give, give and go on about your business, man. <laughs> What's meant for you going to come? Always. It'll never miss you, no matter what it is. Whatever is meant for you will not escape you. It won't. It won't. Yo, Shabazz, it was a true, true honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. We thank you here at Dash. Stay locked with me.
Oh, for sure. I mean, I can't wait to see what's next for you. I'm going to be on every live, so. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what's next for me. I don't be going either. You know? I need you to come talk to my boys on some virtual stuff. So I'm definitely going to hit you up with that. Yes. All that. Like, I, that's how I started in 2017. You know, that's how I started. Going to facilities. Um, you know, shout out to my homie Shea Star. You know, you know, Shea Star really lined up a lot of opportunities for me to go to schools, universities, facilities. And so that's where it started. When um when Floyd told me that I could use the TMT brand to my discretion, we put together a tour that was called uh the Money Team. Yes. The Money Team, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather and the Money Team presents as the old is it worth my life tour. Oh, my life tour. 17 facilities, radio stations, schools, universities, you know, around the country. And over a course of time, you know, it dissolved. And then, you know, I had to rebuild my infrastructure. And then by the time this infrastructure really got solid again, you know, now we we, we we was going into COVID, you know? So now I'm glad that over this course of time, the platform has continued to build, continued to strengthen. So now I'm ready to go back out, whether it's virtual or in person. Like, I'm cool because I ain't worried about no COVID. We're strong out here. They need me in person. I'm coming. Well, we're going to talk about that because they need you. My boys from East New York, they need you. Come on. So let's talk. New York rides with me heavy. I got a lot of love in New York. I got a lot of love in the You got a lot of love everywhere. Come on. No, no, that's a fact. But I'm, <laughs> as we speak about New York, I got a lot of love in New York. But I'm glad, I'm thankful for, you know, all the major vessels, major cities, big and small, like, I can I can say like I found my niche. We tapped in. We tapped in. Real talk. We tapped. I love it. I love it, and I can't wait to speak to you again, Shabazz. I'm Yo. on deck, Justina. I'm on deck. You know, Dash, y'all need me. I'm on deck. Stay blessed always, and we'll speak real soon. Okay. Take care. Thanks for Thank having. Thank you. All right. Yo, that was so good. It was a good long one. We spoke about so much. Y'all stay locked with me here at Dash. Justina Love, Dash Radio. That was Shabazz the OG. I mean, we out. I can't say no more. <laughs>